0: You can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. And today, we're going to be talking art and creativity as I am joined by multimedia artist, educator, Coach, podcaster, and author of five related art books, Michael Madruch. Michael, one of the things he's going to be talking about is why ninety-five percent of artists are around the poverty level. So, Michael, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Uh, thank you, Curtis.
0: Why don't you start? I, off I get by so relaxed
1: my- with your voice. I get so relaxed with your voice. It's just, it's just awesome.
0: I appreciate um, it. But let's start off <laughs> by telling everybody a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah. Uh, I am um, I've been an artist since I'm six years old. And I, you know, I was always poor because that's what artists do. They are poor, you know. Uh, you have a, you know, you sell a painting for $11,000, you have this, that. And I was horrible in school and I was dyslexic and I just couldn't fit in anywhere. But in the art community, and basically, art is my savior, is my drug, is my savior, and um, I felt always okay. I, ever there was no discrepancy uh, on a human level. I mean, people discussed art, but there wasn't saying, "Okay, you a Chinese artist, you are better," or "You are a white artist," or it was no racism, no. If a woman would, would do something good, it, it was just normal. It, 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 wasn't, it was always secondary. Uh, all the diversifications were secondary. And, and, and that made me realize that the diversifications that we have, first it was just gender, then it was race, and now it's sexuality. And it's basically done for, for a reason that systems can deal with our limitlessness. We are limitless. Humans are limitless. And if you focus on, I focus always on, is it humane? Is it about humans or is it about nature? Because that's our habitat. We need to survive. And I found I was a lot of things. I did a lot of things in, in, in art. For example, I, you know, I started as a DJ. I, you know, I built two discotheques. I produced fashion shows. I, uh <sighs> painted, uh, TV produced. I produced with Robert Evans, the Paramount Chief. I became uh, an arts commissioner, city arts commissioner. So I know art from all kinds of levels. And it's always magical. The the art always brings the magic and brings the humans together. When you just just go into an opening, art opening, nobody gives a crap about Democrats, Republicans, poor, rich. And the funny thing is when you go to art openings, nobody looks at the art. Humans kind of the magic of art being surrounded by art. Humans just start talking to each other. They relate to each other. And I feel comfortable in that environment. Perhaps other people don't. I feel it's about humans and nature because that was not created by human beings. That was created by higher power. So that must be the highest truth for me. That's my, how I say it in my mind. And that got me. And then I, I could not, you know, like three years ago. So I couldn't understand. I said, God, it's magic. And, and I really, I did already two books on art and stuff. And I said, Oh my God, artist!" So and when you write it down, you know that Curtis, when you write down stuff, then all of a sudden you really get conscious about. It. And then I, I, um, uh, I realized, I said, oh, my God, this is such a magical energy. And it, and, and it has nothing to do with, it's just the God-given energy. I'm, I'm not, you know, religious or anything, but, but it's, how can that be that 95% of, or I'm over 95%, I say 95, but over 95% of artists worldwide are on the poverty level. And this is what I discovered. Uh, first, I thought, okay, it's the systems, because the art as we know it, you know, the art that we know in museums and, and what people say is art and art history and all is all the business. It's all art in the society. What society deems as art is art. And if, if you create something and nobody likes it, they say, oh, it's not art. So it's basically a business because as soon as you're done with your piece of art, you it's a product like a bicycle and you throw it on the market and the market uses that magic you know but because they've the market knows the artists are all crazy and they 95 percent of are poor and they just do it anyway so there must be something special about it and there is something special about it but they just sell it like that they don't know what it is and so what we see is art is the art business but the the great thing of it is the creation. The creation is the magic, where the magic happens, where you, you get in the energy of, oh, I'm creating out of something, I have an inspiration. You have a thought about a song, about a poem, about a painting, and then you literally take that imagination and you transfer it into the physical. So alone, the process is magical to explain. You know, I'm not talking about magic, you know, King Arthur. I'm talking about something that's not ex- explicable. But we haven't ever look, The artists have never looked at the, the, the explaining what they do. So when you go to a plumber, they say, hey, what are you going to do? Oh, why do I pay $2,000 for your plumbing? And he says, I'm laying the pipes. I need to dig this thing up. So they can totally, tangibly explain what, what they can do and what they do do do, and so you know what you're getting. In art, you don't, because artists never, ever define themselves. They, they just did what, what somebody paid for art, and that's the problem. And so I said, I started my last book, The Smart of Art, to explain that whole thing And to really see that this is two businesses in one. The one is the sales business, which is like any sales business with all the smoke and mirrors. And the other one is the magic uh, and and the, the great business of creating. And the creation is the creation process is what brings you to humanity always. It always brings you to humanity. You can be distorted from whatever drugs or whatever you do drugs. And you see that with um, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's patients. Now the Alzheimer's association is um, actually accepting art like a prescription. It's the first time even that is recognized that art, art therapy is like a prescription. So now we have something tangible, but do you think the artists would even go into that? They wouldn't recognize that. They say, oh, I want to be Picasso. No, 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 no. We got to find the function and values in art outside of the system, outside of the man, outside of the, anybody that, that decides what, what is valuable or not. We have to find art from the human system. And two weeks, I think two weeks ago or no, no, like yeah, two or three weeks ago, and I was telling, thinking this was my thought process. And then I, I got the big wisdom where there's no words. And the wisdom was, I understand why artists, now I finally understand why. Because there's no other job when you say, hey, to a plumber or, or an electrician, 95%, if you're done with your education, 95%, you're going to be poor. There's no other job. Perhaps the president of the United States. But other than that, there's no no job that says 95% you will be poor. And that's guarantee. And that's a fact. And I've it just clicked in me. And I don't know how, but it just clicked in me and says, yeah, because I can tell from myself, the more art you do, the less you want to go into the systems, the less you want to play that game. What's worthy? What's not? Who's better? Who is worse? Everybody is the same. Humans, there is no in nature. It doesn't say, "Oh my God, a deer is more worse than a than it with a mouse." It's it just, it just everything is worthy because it exists. Every living being, and what's what's living, that's higher than what's not living. So AI can, you know, can never do what uh, what we experience as human. I hope that it was a long introduction, but I got everything out that I wanted to.
0: Yep, like you sure go. did. Why do no. you feel like uh, we are incompetent to talk about art?
1: Oh, the, the system. I don't think you and I are, but I think the, the system, because, oh, we are in, not incompetent. We have never, look how hard how art, I always tell that story, when how art creation started. You know, you, some kid felt it need to be in a cave, need to make a painting. And the people liked it. And later on, there was somebody, and I can only imagine, this is not art history. Somebody drew in a, in a pub, right? And, and, and the people were laughing, oh, he has a, he has a nick, nick for, for, you know, making caricatures of the people. So they got it, and it somehow got to a, a person like a king or something that had money. And, you know, there was no internet. There was nothing you can distract with uh, yourself with and they hired them basically gave them a room fed them gave them a little bit of money and they worked michelangelo all these people they were taking care of somebody that would support them you don't have to be a plumber you come you do the plumbing you go and so artists have never learned to define what 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 are we doing what is are we doing for our money And I think that's just what, you know, you learn over generation. You keep learning and learning, you know, that's you do the same thing without knowing that you do the same thing, you know. And so you say that's the truth. But and really, we are so adaptable. We're just doing the same old thing.
0: Do you feel like political correctness is necessary in art? No. Why why not?
1: Because uh, art has its own. I mean, why would people the first transsexuals? uh blacks chinese any race was never discriminated from the you can say yeah in general they well you know but that's the system saying that because my women say often oh there is no painter a famous painter woman and frida kahlo was in her time not a famous painter she was there you know she was the wife you know but she wasn't she wasn't the famous painter now we, because we are more politically correct, but that's a system, a system made us racist and, and diversified. And then to handle it, it, it needs to make another system, which is political correctness to say, oh, you are, uh, you can't do this. But there's a, there's a way of tact. You know, there's a, it's, it's I have to, You're not telling a handicapped person that falls down. You're not just looking away. A human being would go and help this person, not save him or anything, but he falls down. You you think if you have an eye uh, eye contact with a homeless person, the system programs you that this person is bad, but this person isn't bad. This person just cannot navigate the system. Exactly like on the opposite, uh, Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, they can navigate They're master navigators. Are there better humans? No, you know that. Everybody knows it. They're not better humans or anything. The system says, oh, they're better and they need to be more supported than the homeless person. I mean, half of the the earth gets $5.50. Eight people own half the way. I'm not a conspiracy thing. I'm just saying, why? Why? We have enough food. I don't know if that's true, but last time, yesterday I heard we have three times, we produce three times as much food as the earth needs and people still dying. I heard that there's like 10,000 uh, 10, kids in, in, in Africa die. And I don't know if it's at a day or a month or a year, but, but it's, it's, it should nobody should die. If you die, you die, but not, not because we have it and you have to die. So as long as there is... Shit that we have that we can give to the people, we shouldn't. Nobody, not a, not a single human should die. And and I think the political correctness that you ask me is 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 um, is is the only part where it's unnecessary. It's in art because because in art you want to see if somebody is a racist. You want it's it's not it's not to you want to expose okay, this is, a, and you don't want to shun him, because you want, to, in art, you want to understand why this person is a Nazi, why this person is like Panther, why this person is, the, I don't, to have a, just an, a surfacey exp, explanation of a Nazi or a Black Panther is the system judgment. We judge by that, instead of in art, you can learn about things, but now political correctness wants to castrate art. We need to have one free space where Hitler can be Hitler and Black Panther can be Black Panther and everybody can be themselves without hurting anybody. Because art says you can say anything, you can show anything, but you can't, without harm, with harm to none. And, and people know when they go into, if you're offended by Nazis... If I'm offended by Nazis, I'm not going to look at that show because the show says, you know, every show today says, oh, it's for PG-13 or there's some smoking involved or whatever. If, I, if I'm offended by smoking, I'm not watching a movie with smoking. If I'm offended by whatever, the Chinese mob, I'm not going to go see a movie by the Chinese. So have the people responsible for themselves. And learn in the environment of art and say, oh, this is one space in this, on this earth where it's a human right to express yourself and whatever. And if that gives you a lot of juice, you can express it there and people can learn from that. It's not that people turn into uh, <laughs> into racists or, you know, or, or, or uh, you know, philander or anything they're not going to turn in it because they get exposed what's behind it and that's why i think um we don't need political correctness in art we need to revive art and say this is the only way where it's actually it is political correct because the people the artists handle it themselves they you know they um I trust human. I don't trust system. System, You can't can't trust the system. The system was made by by humans. And on on the other side, also stand humans. So it's human against human through race, gender, all the diversification, transgender, sexuality, and everything. And we don't see it. And that's why I'm saying always... that's why only my podcast is 30 seconds long because you're doing all the work, the the teaching work, and I do it on another level where I give you a thought and I trust that you can take with that thought and with that question, you can take and go with that and you are human enough and strong enough to percolate that percolate or say, I don't care about this. This doesn't make any sense. I trust that the knowledge that, Comes through me, or that that is me, can grow itself. So I don't have anything to sell. You can yeah go on my website, but and find my five books. Uh, but the f- podcast is free, and um, it's about human. And I think in in the current time, if we don't amplify the value of humans, we're gonna give up to we're to gonna give our power uh, that was God given. We're giving that up to two systems religion, anything, politics. So I hope that makes sense, Kurdish.
0: Absolutely. And speaking of your books, give us a brief description of all your books and also tell us about that TV show that you produced.
1: Uh, oh, that TV show I, I produced? Okay, okay. I, 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 I actually, that was my past. So right now I'm just an author. I'm writing my sixth book right now because of, and, and actually that got me into the systems uh, it got me. Uh, I in the smart of art, my last book, I found that there's two different. What I just told you, there are two different things. One is selling, and one is the creation. And I focused to explain that so people see that there's a difference. It's not like creating, uh, being a plumber or creating bicycles. In this one, I I go deeper in because I see the whole world is 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 collapsing. Uh, You know, uh, why do we create a system? You create a system, even a church, uh, religion, or anything you create to be safe. Every system promises you to be safe and to have peace. Look what they do in Russia right now. This thing is crazy. Look what they did with the the COVID. It's just human life didn't matter. We do what we do and we have to do it. And the system says, not human said, system said. And you can never put a system over over the head. And this is my sixth book that I'm working now. Uh, What I did with my uh, television show, I worked with, um, I did um, documentaries uh, and for Discovery Channel, Arts and Entertainment, uh, PBS. uh, And I found them and repackaged them and re-edited them to the format of Arts and Entertainment Discovery uh, with the production uh, company I worked with uh, to, to fit the formats that they needed like shark wig or, you know, all, all this, all these funny things. Um, and then later on I did, uh, I worked with Robert Evans, you know, the, the famous Paramount producer and he co-produced a documentary about the Pope with him. And I lived with him six, six months in, uh, in his house. And, uh, yeah that was a this was a very nice experience because he's a wonderful man um screw all his success and everything he is a wonderful human being and it was a human experience that that put everything that system taught me what Hollywood is right out the window. There was no parties there was no drugs there was not it was just a human being and it was as much as we at six months or seven months I lived, we were talking and talking and talking uh, and 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 we had an exchange, and he taught me, I taught him through me, and um, that was that was wonderful that experience, but that was already I don't know fifteen years ago or so.
0: Well, why don't you uh, give out your contact information website and social media links so people can connect with you and check out your work?
1: Yeah. I have one hub. It's very simple, Curtis. I have one hub. It's, um, it's uh, Michael M. So Michael with two L's, M.com. Uh, MichaelM.com. And from there, you go to Instagram, to my podcast, to my books. It's all direct, direct links from there. So it's easy to remember michaelm.com and um there's all my information and i encourage everybody that is interested not only in art but in the superpower that humans are uh to listen to my podcast because it's coming out twice a week it's 20 to 30 seconds it's a statement from my book and then a question and it will make you aware of your powers. It will make you aware of what it is to be a human being. Not a race, not a gender, a human being. And how important nature is. And um, yeah, that's, that's it, um, Curtis. I have no sales funnel. I, I don't really want to sell anything. I, I just want to, because I think we are in a time right now where we're doing everything. If I say, oh, Chris, you got to do this app and that app, and then you buy this computer and that computer, and then you have to do a sales funnel, and you do this. We're doing everything we can. We are just blinded from doing everything. We need to be like when we talk or when we have a conversation, when we create some art or something. And that brings us back to humanity. And then you feel safe. Then you feel safer. And then you can actually navigate humanity which is more important than navigating system
0: well besides your sixth book do you have any other upcoming projects that people need to know about
1: mm, no just I, I would say just listen to this i mean i have podcasts i have three or four podcasts uh, a week where i'm a guest but um i don't want to sell any goodness if the people listen twice to this to this um a podcast of yours, at least three times, it, it, that's all they have to do. They don't have to do things. We're so into doing, you know. There's nothing to do. Just let, have your own thoughts. You have your powerhouse. I think every human is a powerhouse. And when they get conscious, they do it anyway. So when, if I say you have a disease, you will do something. You don't have to change or anything. You will change automatically. You will either do something or say, oh, that's, you know, the, the system says it's a disease. It's not really a disease. And you will change. And I think when I do a consciousness, when I tell people, they will change by themselves. I trust that they change by themselves for, the, for, for their needs. They can even go against me. It doesn't matter. It's, they will change automatically. That's what I believe. I believe in humans.
0: Or can you close us out with some final thoughts? Maybe some words for, for some inspiring artists out there?
1: Yes. The reason why you're not an artist, why, why, why artists are 95% uh, over that poor is not because it's the system, it's that, uh, it's because they don't see the magic in creation. And the more they create and the more they play with it, magical energy of creating art, the less they want to go back into the systems and remember that, remember that milk, the process, like we are talking about, I'm milking the process from my emotions. When I talk to you, Curtis, you know what I mean? So to when you create and when you, when you converse with others, be in the moment and and enjoy that moment and, and milk that moment and don't worry about what's tomorrow, in an hour, in a minute, uh, yesterday happened. It doesn't matter. It is the moment. You have just that moment because you can fall over in a, in a minute and enjoy that so that if you fall over in a minute, you enjoy it the last moment with Curtis.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And also in that last minute, please be sure to follow, rate, review, Share this episode to as many people as possible. And Android listeners, go to the Google Play Store in that last minute and download that Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Michael Madruch, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Curtis. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.